Welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Every Wednesday, we discuss all things dogs, from health and veterinary care to training and behavior science. Follow us and join Good Dog's mission to build a better world for our dogs and the people who love them. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Dog Pod. I am Dr. Michael Delgado from Good Dog's health standards and research team, your host today here with Drs. Joe Manicucci and Rory Lubolt, two veterinarians who have come together to bring us a company called Affordable Pet Labs. They offer lab work for dogs and cats from the comfort of your own home. Their goal is to bring you a way to assess your pet's health that is lower stress and lower cost than a traditional veterinary lab visit. They currently serve over 10 cities in the United States with new locations coming. And we thought it'd be great to learn more about their services. So we invited them here to the Good Dog Pod today. So Dr. Manicucci, Dr. Lubold, welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Excited. I like to start by just getting to know my guests a little bit. So can you each introduce yourself in turn? Just tell us a little bit about your personal journey to becoming a veterinarian and then how you ended up starting Affordable Pet Labs. So Dr. Lubold, I'll let you start first. Thank you. Yeah, so my name is Rory Lubold. I'm a veterinarian. I've been in practice for about a little over 12 years now. I went to veterinary school at Western University in Southern California and graduated in 2010 and then spent the first eight or nine years of my practice in emergency medicine, various hospitals in Arizona and California, and then in Pennsylvania as well, in Indianapolis. And so I've kind of been a little bit all over the state, but exclusively in emergency hospitals throughout the country, which is what kind of led me to, to finding the need for affordable pet labs. Great. And Dr. Manicucci? Yeah, well... Roy and I have been friends for, I think it's about 16 years now. We actually went to undergrad together, and then he was two years ahead of me. I graduated from Western University in 2012, and so I am a veterinarian as well. I took a little different path. I actually went and did large animal medicine, where I was a dairy and beef veterinarian and did a lot of in-home visits for the Amish. And when I was in Pennsylvania, as well as when I was out in Colorado, I did a lot of farm calls and stuff. So that's kind of another area where we came up with this idea of visiting the pets in the home. I prefer this over the long emergency nights. So this is a little bit better. Yeah, that's super interesting that your background is in large animal, because I do think the quote unquote home or on-site visit has been more of a thing in that industry, which might seem strange, but from what I hear, that seems to be, I guess, because you can't bring all of your cows to the vet clinic. <laughs> I hope not. I would I would be spending, I would see about 400 cows in the morning type of thing oh, doing okay. their pregnancy check. So that would be a very big home. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of cows. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's really cool. You went to school together and you've known each other a long time, but kind of went separate paths and then came back together. And obviously you saw a need in the veterinary industry. So tell me why you started Affordable Pet Labs. Like, what did you recognize was an issue that needed to be addressed? Yeah, it's a good question. It's one that we initially identified that really access to care is probably the main hurdle for most pets and most pet parents to to overcome. And by access to care, we really kind of mean two different things, both physically getting to the clinic, you know, putting their large dog that's having difficulty walking in the car or the scared cat and dragging them out from under the couch. You know, those are not good for the pet. They're also not good for the pet parent either. And so for us, you know, we kind of identified that that part of access to care of physically getting to the clinic is very challenging and stressful. And then the other piece of the access to care is, is financial. And we saw this, you know, obviously, in the emergency setting. Nobody's planning for emergency services. And so 
constantly we were fighting you know, the money battle of back and forth over various different expenses, but certainly diagnostics are the biggest sort of initial hurdle when you're trying to appropriately diagnose and find out what's going on and come up with the right next steps for treatment to try and help the pet get better. And so we kind of bundled up that kind of access to care and said, well, what can we do to provide a similar service that's less stressful in the home at a fair price? So we're not charging a lot more because it's more convenient, but can we do it at home? Can we do it for a fair price? And what we found is, is that we can because a lot of the typical burdens of overhead for running a 24-hour hospital or even a standard veterinary practice, we don't have a lot of those overheads. And so we're able to provide the same lab work, you know, still using reference labs, still using the same quality of lab work that veterinary clinics are because that was important for us for quality. But the access to care was such an important part for us to solve that problem first and both money and convenience. Well, let's walk through how the service works. So how would people get started? I assume they have a dog or cat that needs a test. What happens next? So pretty standard process. We have kind of two paths and I'll lay out kind of the first one for blood work. So the typical process is a client that finds that they need lab work, they'll find us, they'll order the lab test, or if they need some help, they might know what they need, but not exactly which test. We'll help them find the right test to get all the information that their veterinarian needs, which is a key component for us. We're encouraging relationships with veterinarians, and that's an important piece of this. So they come to us knowing what they need. We help to get that test set up for them. They order the test, and then we'll actually send a team of technicians. So it's usually two veterinary professionals into the home. In many cases, at least one of them is a licensed technician in the state. Not always, but in most cases it is. And we'll send a team of veterinary professionals into the home. They'll meet the pet parent. They kind of get to know the pet a little bit, find out what they're there for, confirm that everything's going well, and make sure that there's not something truly emergent that we should be taking a different path. And then they'll collect a blood sample. When they take that sample, it's usually within a minute or two. I mean, it's a very quick sample collection. Make sure the owners don't have any other questions or anything like that. And then we take all the lab samples from that one day and then ship them to the lab. And usually within, if it's a weekday, within about 24 hours, they have most of their results back in their hand and their veterinarian gets the samples. And so that's the important piece is that we also send it to their vet. And that's for blood samples. The other path is for, for example, if they want a urinalysis or a fecal test, then we actually have kits that we can mail directly to them that has everything that they need. And so if they're not in one of the cities that we happen to have teams of technicians in, yes. we can do those tests as well. And you know, we want to be able to offer some testing, but, you know, we can't be nationwide yet. Not yet. Okay. And so you mentioned two technicians are going to come to the home. You kind of walked us through what's going to happen during that visit. So like you said, generally just a few minutes and they're in, they're out, and you're ready to go. That's great. So what do you see as the biggest benefits of your service for the owner and then also for the pet? I think the biggest benefit in my mind is that we're improving access to data. And so too often the sheer cost of lab work is too high for many pet parents. And so veterinarians are sitting there having to guess, well, the history fits with this diagnosis and the physical exam kind of fits with this diagnosis. And so, you know, we're going to have to treat that. And so for me, it really comes down to how do we get the right data in the veterinarian hands so that they can make the right recommendations. And so I think the greatest benefit is that we can provide easier access to that data usually a little bit more quickly because if they can't get in to see their veterinarian for a week or two weeks or more these days, they can actually show up to that visit with their lab work, which is a really nice benefit because we can usually get out to them same day or next day in most cities. And so we can get lab work in their hand that they can go to their veterinarian or even call their vet and say, hey, something's really wrong. The lab work's really abnormal. Can you see me sooner? And so they might be able to do that. So 
I think the data is probably the biggest value. Mm-hmm. Certainly the cost savings is nice and the convenience is probably the second biggest thing, but the data is really the most important thing in my mind. I was going to say also with gas prices lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but, you serve a lot of urban areas where not everybody has a car. Yes. Yeah. So One example for the data is we actually do a lot of work for mobile veterinarians and usually they don't have a lot of technicians. So what we do is we actually will go in, get the blood before their visit and then send it to them and they'll have that right when they're in the home. So that was one of the big benefits that they have expressed to us, which has worked well. I mean, that does seem like a huge time savings because you have to wait until after you see the vet to get the results of the test and then they have to call you again and then you discuss the treatment plan, right? So you're definitely shortening that process. The other thing I was wondering is obviously the pandemic has really impacted the veterinary industry, right? It's been everywhere in the news. The Atlantic just had a huge article about veterinary burnout. We had a triage service on recently and was your company already in the pipeline when the pandemic hit or was this kind of another like, wow, we need to release some of the pressure in this pressure cooker so that this industry can serve everybody who needs veterinary care? Oh, that's a great question. So we actually started in summer of 2019. So it was perfect timing. Unfortunately, as a scientist, you don't want to see something like the pandemic, but for convenience and helping out pets, that's really where we've been able to excel. And it's just moved our business model a lot quicker than we expected, actually. So sure. Yeah. And did both of you, when you were working in practice, like, could you kind of see the direction that things were going in as far as just like, there's a lot more people that need this service than there are veterinarians to provide it? Or like, did you feel that impact yourself before starting this company? We did. And I think that so much of that comes back to, you know, hearing the challenges that pet parents face when they're trying to get their dog or cat into the clinic and you know, just for even routine lab work, it's, you know, it's challenging. So, you know, we constantly have those questions of, you know, can you come to us or what do you charge for a home visit, you know, in normal veterinary clinic? And sadly, that doesn't work into our workflow anymore. We can't see 30 patients a day and figure out how to make a home call because that one patient could take two or three hours for a veterinary team. So that was probably the biggest thing that we saw was that convenience factor. It's hard to take a veterinarian out of the clinic when we're already in short supply. There's not enough of us as it is. Yeah. And so we figure there are less bottlenecks with technicians and doctors. There's still significant bottlenecks, but there are less. And there's a lot of technicians that may not be able to do full-day clinical work anymore, but they can work with us because of physical reasons or uh, schedule or you know, child care or something else. And so that sure. also gives technicians kind of a really neat, different pathway for them. Yeah, no, that's great to have that flexibility. You are tuned into the Good Dog Pod. We are here with Affordable Pet Labs, Dr. Manicucci and Dr. Rubold, and we will be right back. Your Litter A to Z is the leading science-based course for dog breeders. It includes expertly designed 18 modules, checklists, and reports that cover before breeding, getting your bitch pregnant, whelping your litter, and raising your pups. This course usually costs $479, but you can access it for free when you join Good Dog. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. And we are back. Today we are talking to Dr. Joe Manicucci and Dr. Rory Lubald from Affordable Pet Labs. So when should someone use your service? You kind of discussed a few different possibilities. You know, do you envision people using this for kind of that routine screening that say senior pets need? 
Or is this something like, uh, my pet doesn't seem right, like I better get some blood work? What do you envision as kind of the ideal circumstance where a client comes to affordable pet labs? Yeah, so I think probably our ideal world, and if we said that this is kind of the perfect state, ideally we'd like to see people doing routine testing. You know, it's recommended that any any dogs really over three or four really should have some type of annual testing, and ideally before that even. You know, just some type of annual monitoring to make sure that everything is functioning appropriately. There's no signs of infectious diseases or certain infections in different parts of the country. Our service is really geared towards that wellness monitoring and the long-term monitoring of diseases such as thyroid disease or diabetes or Cushing's disease and things like that. That's really kind of one of our main focuses is on wellness prevention monitoring. If they're truly sick, our service is probably not the best fit. We really should be recommending that they go see the veterinarian. Because if they're truly sick, they can get faster lab results, and there might be more than we can detect on the blood work alone that really should be in the hands of the veterinarian. So those are probably the big things. And then the other thing that we find that is really, really strongly recommended is for like annual fecal monitoring for areas with heavy parasite loads. So you know, testing the stool for parasites is such an important thing to do on an annual or semi-annual basis, depending on what part of the country they're in. And that's probably a nice fit for our service as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of undervalue the baseline labs too, right? Like just knowing what is normal for your companion animal before they get sick. So that's another advantage of doing the preventative lab work. You touched on this. I mean, it sounds like you're a strictly direct to consumer service, but you do work with veterinarians. So does someone have to have a veterinarian to use your service? No, it's a really good question. We are primarily a direct consumer service, but we actually interestingly do have a number of veterinary clinics that use us to help them with their caseload. And so we're trying to sort of grow that relationship because it is such just an important relationship for us. We prefer that all of our clients have a veterinarian, but the reality is that, you know, half to two thirds of clients don't have a routine veterinarian that they see, you know, on a yearly or semi-annual basis. If they don't, we always have a list of recommendations in their area because we don't think that this data should be interpreted in a vacuum. It really should be done with the guidance of somebody who's got their pet's history and everything to go with that. So primarily we are direct consumer, but we do try and encourage that relationship with the veterinarian as soon as we have contact with the client. Great. So that leads into my next question, which is, okay, someone gets their test results back. Will you do any interpretation? Like, can they call you or is it they really need to work with their own veterinarian? <laughs> Dr. Joe is smiling right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's one of the most common questions, and we do not diagnose, we do not treat, we send everything back to their primary care veterinarian. If they do not have one, we always say, hey, these are a list. And the nice thing about this is that we work with local veterinary technicians in the area that most of the time they're doing this on the side or something. So we're like, hey, who do you recommend? And they say, oh, I love going to this person. So, you know, we actually do those recommendations and take it to heart to make sure that our fellow colleagues are actually getting that work as well. And we want to make sure that the animals are not getting Dr. Google. The other thing, and Roy didn't really get to touch on that yet, is we do a lot of stuff for grooming and boarding facilities. So a lot of these groomers, boarders that want to make sure that their customers have not been exposed to any parasites or So we definitely have collection kits for them as well so that they could actually make sure that the animals are parasite-free before they board. So that's one of the other things that we do work with as well. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think at this point we can say there's plenty of veterinary work to go around 
there's lots of pie for everybody, right? So it seems like <laughs> there's yeah. lots of opportunity to send clients to veterinarians and for them to send clients to you. So that's great. Now, as you know, Good Dog is a service. One of the things we do is support breeders in their work. Do you see ways that dog breeders could benefit from your service? Do you offer any reproductive testing or brucellosis testing or anything like that? So we do. And I will say the brucellosis testing, not currently right now, that is really you should have a individual veterinarian work with the animal. And especially if there was an outbreak, you would want to make sure that that veterinarian is involved with that collection. But we do a lot of progesterone testing for breeders, a lot of genetic testing as well. We have two genetic tests that we work with. We partnered up with a company. And the other tests that we do offer, and really with breeders and rescues, we really like the idea of a basic wellness test just to say, hey, this is where your baseline is for your pet. Now you know where to go type of thing. And so that was another one. And those for breeders, it's amazing how they know exactly what they're doing. So we have the collection kits ready for them. So we just send them a complete collection kit. They could do it themselves if they have experience, or we could send a team in for them as well. That's great. Yeah. And of course they need fecals as well. So those are all great resources for our breeding community. So let's talk about location. Where currently are you servicing and are you planning to expand anything in the pipeline? We're actually headquartered out of Phoenix, Arizona. So we have a presence here in Phoenix and actually all of Phoenix Metro. So we service all the outlying cities as well as Tucson. We have a team in Denver, Toledo, Ohio. There's one in Tampa, Florida as well. Dallas and Austin. Dallas and Austin. And we got Atlanta, Georgia and I think that's it for right now, but I think you're going to have a little secret coming up here soon. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We will stay tuned for more, I guess, expansion of your service areas, it sounds like. We are, yeah. And that's where all of our mobile teams are. And I would expect later in the year, we're planning to have a fixed location here in Phoenix as well, so that we can begin offering faster turnaround times for things that are more urgent and potentially offering some more services. So we're trying to really make it as easy as possible for pets to get the care they need. Excellent. Tell us where people can find you online. Are you on social media? And tell us your website so people can go check you out. We do have a website. It's just called affordablepetlabs.com. And from there, you could actually look at, we have social media. So we do have an Instagram page. We also have Facebook. We just got into TikTok because that's where everybody seems to be going. Sure does. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, it's not my area. (laughs) I was told to get into it. All right. I like to end on just a fun note, which is tell me about your pets. Well, Rory, you got more than me, that's for sure. <laughs> I have quite the zoo over here. I have a Leon burger. Oh, about nice. 180 pounds. Yeah. He's a beautiful big boy. And a golden who's 90 pounds, but looks like a small dog next to him. It's really, it's quite funny. <laughs> he is half the size. <laughs> yeah, she's half the size. When she walks underneath him, it's really funny. So it's a little bit of a mismatch, but yeah, it's a fun house. That's great. My old man, Bruin, he actually was Rory's, one of his first neuters. So he is still around. (laughs) He survived. (laughs) He did. (laughs) That could have affected the friendship for sure. So nice work, Dr. Lubald. Okay, well, (laughs) 
Thank you both so much for telling us about your company. It's very exciting to just see the creative ways that businesses are addressing gaps in veterinary care that are just kind of out of everyone's control. So it's really nice to see some problem solving and I'm excited to see where your company goes. So thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it as well. Yeah, thanks for having us. I appreciate it. 